listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Hey Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question? It's actually a listener question. Don't give me a hard time. All right. It's from Zan in I like, Toronto. I like your name, Zan. That's a cool name. Thank you, Zan. Zan with an X. Awesome. X-A-N. Awesome name. Yes. So Zan wrote in and had a really, really good question. So I'm just going to read it to you. Yesterday, I was myself most of the day. Makeup, an amazing sleeveless cowl neck top, bangs, jewelry, my purple cat's eye glasses, breast forms, shaved legs and underarms, cropped jeans, black kitten heels. First of all, Zan adorable okay just from that description i painted my nails a lovely shade of coral and actually did an okay job with the polish this time every time i looked in the mirror or took a picture i saw a woman i saw me in the mid-afternoon i had to take everything off and get into guy mode so i could pick up my kids from day camp when i got home from camp pickup i began to feel this heavy sensation like i was under a 200 pound bag of concrete It was miserable. I'm just finishing Sarah McBride's book, Tomorrow Will Be Different, Love, Loss, and the Fight for Trans Equality, and I was struck by the way she described those instances in her childhood when she would wear her neighbor's princess dresses. When it was time to take off the dress and go home and go back to being a quote-unquote boy, she said she felt like Cinderella at the stroke of midnight. I shed tears as I read that particular account. I actually cried a lot reading that book. My question is, is there a word or a term for what part-time trans women are doing when they switch back to guy mode? A friend who identifies as a cross-dresser told me, well, I'd just call it changing clothes, but that's not it. Detransitioning is not the right word either. I feel like the actual experience might fall somewhere between something as minor as just changing clothes and something as major as detransitioning. Maybe using language from the title of your recent episodes, it's called Reverting to Boy Mode. What do you think? Does this process have a name? If not, should it? I'd like to be able to properly identify this thing that wrecks me. Thanks again, Zan in Toronto. Thank you, Zan. Thank you. I... Oh, it sounds rough, babe. Yeah, I know exactly how Zan feels. I have been full-time for a couple years now i guess Mm. coming on coming on my second year but i was part-time for decades before Mm -hmm. that multiple Mm -hmm. decades probably 20 years before that and so i was often in that situation of finding myself oh i've got to take i've got to go back to boy mode because there's that moment where you like at first dressed and you've got your all your accessories and everything and your makeup's on point and mm. you're just like looking in the mirror and you're like that's me there she is. and you see it and you're like oh my gosh this is me mm-hmm. and then i remember i would when i was like i had my own apartment and i was single mm-hmm. i would actually just be like all right i'm scrolling up for the weekend nice and it made it very very nice and fun cause and I like just you could would go out that way you get grocery shopping and drop off laundry and yeah, stuff stuff like that okay so you lived um, and this was me at the point where i had um, actually bought pajamas and things Aww. like that and i i was 
I was starting to experiment. I I just recently will link to it. I posted a blog with just like 40 pictures from over the years. But there was the moment where I I tried to like start buying normal clothes, like mm-hmm. jeans and just t-shirts and stuff or mm-hmm. yoga pants or things like that just to like not be the person doing the grocery shopping in six inch heels and a mini dress. Which looked adorable, I'm sure. Which, oh, looked fantastic. <laughs> and we all, a lot of us, a lot of us, because um, this is what I would call, you know, your teenage girl phase. Because sure. teenage girls are always going to be like, I want to wear the high heels and the mini dress and shit tons of makeup. Mm-hmm. And they eventually mature out of that. Yes, yes. And oftentimes when we're first exploring our female selves, mm-hmm. We go through that same phase it's of called puberty. We've all of been not there. really understanding what appropriate clothes are for an appropriate situation, yeah. and so I, I've definitely gone through that. But I would, I would have the, I would have my weekends, and I would go grocery shopping, or I would go out to the bar, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember I'd like have to work Monday morning, so Sunday night I would just Sunday night I had to kind of like boy up. But wash off the makeup. Like I get the weekend is over and definitely wash off the makeup. But like you could still sleep in your cute pajamas. I mean, right? I might have. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm sure I did. Yeah. I mean, I I got to a certain point where I didn't even have. I never. I never owned boy pajamas. <laughs> I only ever bought girl pajamas. Yeah. But just the idea of like that moment you're deflated or like mm-hmm. or like Zans has like a 200 pound sack of flour or something cement cement that's uh, yeah, that makes worse biscuits than flour it does <laughs> and it's heavier it's like my mother-in-law's it's... biscuits right sorry my mother-in-law is actually a pretty decent cook yeah. so <laughs> um just an old 50s joke i get it so is there a term for this i mean uh, obviously there's there's a, there's two sides of this this little coin. One is the actual physical act mm-hmm. of de girlifying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's one side of this, and then the other side is the emotion that you go through. Right. And I think honestly, the changing clothes thing is changing clothes. Yeah. Whatever. It's 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 tied into it, but it's also. Just separate. I think the bigger issue... I mean, it's symbolic, and, right? It, yeah, yeah, it's symbolic. And if we're going to be naming things, which I love naming things, yes. then I would rather focus on the feeling of that yes. because in its essence, that is dysphoria. I mean, mm. that, that's, mm-hmm. that's it. That just boils it down, mm-hmm. you know. And not everyone who feels dysphoria ends up transitioning, but for for those of us, it's like who feel that it just it's such like a defeat you know it's mm-hmm. it's you're just you go from top of the world to bottom of pits of yeah. a deep pit in yeah. just one moment and i just i remember looking in the mirror after that and being like no i'm just like a random boy i'm a random guy now um you know i was super hot babe and now i'm suddenly just this random guy and that's mm. so it's just it's so painful sure. i i think it's not it's not as painful as a lot of things because it's just sort of this existential kind of discontinuity how's that for a word yeah that actually makes a lot of sense existential discontinuity is you were yourself 
and now you have to do the stupid act again. Yeah. And you have to do it because those are the rules. And you have to follow the rules. Yeah. Very rough. Very rough. Yeah. I wish there would be, you know, that was one of my big issues. I mean, of transitioning, um, which I didn't really think about before I said about transitioning. Mm. I wanted to transition because I worried kind of, you know, I thought serious about transition and then like 10 years, not 10 years, but a few, five years had passed. Mm -hmm. And I went, holy crap, you know, where am I going to be in another five years? Am I going to be sitting here at the same time Mm -hmm. thinking, have I, have I failed to transition? The actual thought of like, Having to go through this didn't really impact me. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I have to revert to boy mode and I hate reverting to boy mode, so I'm going to transition so I never have to revert to boy mode. Mm-hmm. That was actually not really one of my thoughts mm-hmm. uh, about transition, but it was very much like now that I've transitioned, I'm living full time. It is so nice. It is so nice. Like, I we've discussed it, like concepts of like having to say for a funeral or something sure you know throw yeah. on the suit i would have to go buy a suit and stuff like, <laughs> I don't even have, maybe someone will let me borrow it but yeah. like i if i had to do that i have a feeling that would feel so utterly yeah what would that be like that would feel very wrong would it feel absurd like would it be like hilarious or would it be it would disgusting? be depressing. It would be okay. utterly depressing. It okay. would just be a, a little disgusting. Just like utterly just because it's like lying to yourself, at the, you know, right. at that point. And you just. Even though you know, like this is kind of an interesting example, right? It's, yeah. it's It's grandma's funeral. No one in the family knows. You're traveling from out of state. Look, people are dealing with a lot right now. Just, just wear a fucking suit and pull your hair back in a ponytail. People are like, oh, your hair's long now. And then that'll be it. Okay. Yeah. So you are knowing that you're not going back to that forever. You just have to play the part for an afternoon. And yeah, definitely depressing. It's such a denial of who you are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's utterly a complete denial of who you are. Mm -hmm. And and that that existential dread, um, so to speak, doesn't have a name. Yeah. I, I I thought of some. I was like, as we were sitting here discussing recording this question, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I used to call it, this is my thing, Sunday Night Blues. Sunday Night Blues. Okay. Because that was usually for me when I had to kind of boy up again. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sunday Night Blues works for me. Yeah. Um, obviously, other people may just be going to pick up their kids from day camp. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't quite work. But if you want to call it Sunday Night Blues, I'll let you. The fun stops. Yeah. Yeah, the fun stops. And I think that's true of everything when the weekend stops. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not fun anymore. What else you got? Girl Meets Boy. But that's a fun movie with Michelle. That's Boy Hanley. Meets Girl, I think. Even when we were recording our episode with Michelle. I think it we had to like, say it both ways. <laughs> so we could edit it out when we got it wrong. I think I screwed it up like three times. <laughs> um, I like the Cinderella. Well, wait, wait. So it's. Girl meets boy. Girl meets Meaning boy. You're real you. All right. No, nah, I don't like that Here's one. Here's the act. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cinderella. I Cinderella. like or Cinderella. I like yeah. a, if we call it like Cinderella Midnight. Cinderella Midnight. C- Cinderella Midnight. Yes. Also, the spell is also, broken. 
awesome drag queen name. Cinderella, adding it to the list. Um, but I like Cinderella uh, Midnight. You could mm-hmm. also, in that whole Cinderella thing, breaking the spell, you could call it your pumpkin moment. But that's not as cute as Cinderella Midnight. But, you know, when the carriage turns back into a pumpkin. Right. But you could do something with pumpkin. Yeah. You could work pumpkin in there somewhere. Because it is. It's... And the coachman turned back into mice. That's That's weird. How come no one addresses the fact that the coach, like, the mice who can sew and speak and are, like, intelligent things (laughs) suddenly turn into people and aren't like, no, 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 no. Like, do they, do they, do they have, like... Do they have, like, three hours as people, and they literally just sit outside a ball? Yeah. With the carriage, just, yeah. like, it's a mouse. Out? Yeah. <laughs> it's a mouse. It doesn't mind. Yeah, but it's a super intelligent mouse. With thumbs. Do you think the mouse... can drive. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the mouse, like, the mice were just, like, like, part of the thing, just turned them into kind of, like, automatons? Hmm. Like, they weren't... Because these were mice that hmm. are super intelligent mice. Because they helped sew the, the yeah. dress. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I think that's why they were qualified to become so were they still human coachmen and footmen you're Disney, for a while. Please reach out to us. Yes, we have this some is, questions. I've never actually heard this particular thing about that. But so I like Cinderella Midnight because Cinderella it's, it sounds kind of cool. kind of sounds like a like an 80s album. Mm-hmm. But it's also a little bit esoteric and outsiders won't really know what you're talking about. Yeah. Cinderella Midnight. Cinderella Midnight. And then I also came up with another one. Because mm. if you're going to come up with things like that, you need a portmanteau. Of course you do. And so Mirror Collie. Mirror Collie. It's like Melancholy, but, but with a mirror. The mirror. The mirror. Path does not like Mirror Collie. Something about the R where you should be hearing an N. Melancholy is a great word. Yeah. Mirror Collie. <laughs> <laughs> is is less yeah <laughs> of a great word um yeah it sounds it sounds horrible it sounds yeah. like it is it is horrible but i like cinderella midnight and i think i think that would be my my term for for both the changing and for the existential dread you feel from changing yeah <laughs> and this sort of reminds me of a previous question we had which is the the mulan question yes um reverting to boy mode episode at, at, which reverting we'll to boy to. mode as needed yeah um and how painful and excruciating that's got to be and i felt so bad for that question asker that she was even in that situation and just as a quick refresher she had religious parents who would absolutely not be supportive of this and she said there's not even any value to bringing it up or discussing it i know for a fact they will not be supportive She's an only child, and she loves her parents. She loves her family. So her question was, can I live as myself, but boy up as needed? Will that work? And we said, it sucks that you have to, but yeah, that would probably yeah. work. But God, that's even worse than... Because then you're doing this... Than a funeral, yeah. which is a one-time thing. It's like, this is Thanksgiving, I'll see you at Christmas, and then I'll see you at Easter. I mean, like knowing that that is still a part of your life forever... When you're not living your authentic life, you're going to be dealing with problems. I guess or I guess the word would be dysphoria. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're dealing with. It's it's literally that kind of dysphoria made manifest sort of. It's mm-hmm. just you're very you're focusing your dysphoria on one moment and really bringing it to the core of mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. and 
normally dysphoria is this kind of dull ache. Mm -hmm. And then that moment where you have to buoy up again, dysphoria goes from a dull ache to a sharp stabbing pain. Mm. And that you really feel it most intensely in those moments, or at least I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that is to have to live in a, live a life where you're experiencing that routinely is bad. And sometimes yeah. you sometimes you're in a place where you have to. If say you're not out to your kids mm-hmm. yet, or maybe you, you are unsure about that, or your partner doesn't want you being out to your kids, or your family doesn't accept you, mm-hmm. or you're not out at your work. For multiple reasons. Multiple reasons you could have you could live that way. And every time you do go through that switch, every time you you realize that for the future, the the short term future at least, you're going to be living inauthentically. You're gonna feel that stab mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the of that sharp stabbing dysphoria. It's gonna cut to the heart of who you are, and it's unavoidable. And and until you you know, maybe reach a place where you're not feeling that, but it's also going to be, ultimately you have to balance that. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. pain may be worth it to have your kids in your life. It may be worth it to have the job that really works for you most of the time. It may be worth it. To not be homeless. To not be homeless or to to feel safe sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a kind of a related question, something I've always wondered about. And, um, you know, within the last couple of years, there's been a lot of talk about if there is a trans character in a movie, it should be a trans actor playing that person. Or at the very least, a person of the correct gender Mm -hmm. and not not Danny Redmayne. What's his name? Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne in a dress. Yeah. Um, To pull an example out of thin air. So it occurred to me that if and when... There are more trans stories. There are more trans actors. There's more trans media. You know some of those stories are going to be about the transition. They just will be because cis people are fascinated by that. And what I'm picturing is a trans woman to be actress. Fair, I think trans people are also fascinated. By you know why? Because it's fucking fascinating. Yeah. 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 The gender rebels. Um, I'm picturing a trans woman actress cast to play a trans woman character, but they also want to show the transition. Yeah. And then this actress would have to be a guy. This is something we talked about on our trans face episode. Yeah. Again, if you have someone absolutely beautiful, like Michelle Henley, mm. our, our former guest, mm-hmm. um, who would we love to have back on the show, yes. um, who is ultra femme. You know, and then you're, you know, you're asking that person, well, we want you to be boy you and some flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, let's stick you in a short wig and, you know, butch, throw, it, up. butch it up and throw a goatee on you. And, and that's also, I don't know if people so want to do that. That's the thing. When I think about that, I'm like, what actor would possibly do that? How traumatic would that be? But actors do a lot of stuff. They yeah. gain weight or make themselves emaciated. They get in ugly makeup and get an Oscar for it. Like, would that be different? That would be different, right? Because it's I, your acting job and everyone in the world it's so knows that you're actually a woman, right? That's, it's so difficult because this is, this is actually kind of something that... Unless you found a trans person who was completely 
had never started hormones or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> to play the boy parts. And then you had them transition but to then play the girl parts. So you put the filming on hold for a year yeah. or something? You do a, yeah, you do a boyhood gonna... type thing. Or, or you do a situation, and then God forbid you ever have to do a reshoot. So yeah, I don't know the answer to that. And I think that will be up to the individual trans actor. I... Not everyone is as lucky as Laverne if Cox. I were, yeah, Laverne Cox has the twin brother twin who brother. played her pre-transition self. Mm-hmm. I think if if I were a trans actor, which I am, I just don't get hired for any jobs. <laughs> um, if I did get hired for a job and they were like, hey, this job pays really well and it's a really cool project. We want and you to play Beth, but in half of the movie you're playing Steve. Yeah. What would you do? If it was a cool enough project... And there was good money to it. And it was mm-hmm. like kind of something that worked for me. Yeah, I think I would do that. I wouldn't love it, but I would do it. I would find it difficult to like play male now. Because <laughs> I would I would have to kind of really focus on it. And it would probably come off as fake. In all I'm fitness, not a very good actor. No, um, babe, sorry. Point of order. Yeah. You played that role for most of your life. Yeah, but I wasn't Pretty very good at it. Pretty <laughs> convincingly. Not people fell for it. All oh, of us. Oh, fell okay. For it. Yeah. yeah. Um that's the role you were born for. <laughs> there we go. I don't know. I think it would depend term. I think it would depend on the trans person, yeah. the the part, the the project, who they're working with, who's asking them and how much they're paying them. And then my follow-up question is would yeah. it feel the same as Cinderella Midnight? I bet it would. Yeah. I bet it would be for lack of a better term triggering mm. um I think it would cause that Cinderella Midnight situation for me, at least. I think mm-hmm. if I were playing that part and I had to revert back to old me and I see myself in the makeup mirror, I would probably go <sighs> and just be like, all right, Cinderella Midnight. Yeah. And the good news is you would get to like that emotion that you f- are feeling. That's what they would be wanting to see on screen. Yeah, so it you is. would get to be out there and glowering and glaring and rolling your eyes and huffing deep sighs. You know what? Yeah. And and like, you know, picking up a necktie and staring at it like it's a dead snake around your neck. So much you get easier. You to do all uh, that, at least. So much. Or maybe they can just CGI like they, you know, can do. Just like they can make weird, creepy Kurt Russell and Tron. They could just make weird, creepy boy me <laughs> with CGI. Maybe or if you had a brother. Yeah. They could play that role. Maybe That's, your sister you could step up and play the boy part. <laughs> I don't know. Point being, um, I think this is uh, something we all experience, mm. and I like. I really like Cinderella Midnight. Like so let's Cinderella make that a thing, yeah, everyone. Cinderella Hashtag Midnight. Cinderella Midnight. Sorry that we have to have a name for a shitty thing, but we do. I mean, yeah, there are people at different phases in the transition. It's either that or dysphoria smacking the hell out of you and making you go, what the fuck? No, I like Cinderella Midnight better. How about a dysphoria sandwich? Time to make a dysphoria sandwich. No. No? <laughs> you could, you could, there, there's, there's probably other terms. A big but hot I, cup of dysphoria? Big hot cup of dysphoria. I do like that. Yeah. Um, time to take my dysphoria pills. Um, dysphoria shower? Uh, that sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole I, thing is weird. Cinderella Midnight. We're That's what it that. is. It's We're going with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could probably think of a, a version for trans guys, too. You know what? We're going to put that out to you. Listeners, give us your suggestions. What's the trans guy equivalent of Cinderella Midnight? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you very much for the questions, and yeah, Thank y'all thanks, all man. for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. 
enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels we have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards including drinks with the gender rebels at stonewall please leave a five-star review on itunes that makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on twitter at the gender rebels music for the gender rebels is by jasper the colossal Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.